You're listening to the Opie and Anthony channel. Our tribute to the life of Patrice O'Neill continues with more of his greatest appearances on the Opie and Anthony show. When, well, no, we're talking about Wesley Snipe. I was, oh, we did talk about we're gonna, Wesley. We're going we're gonna to seg into that. Three, he gets three years. Yeah, you can't uh, put Blade away, though, for three years. Which I think and is... three federal years. That's a way. long time. Here's the, here's the story. This is why he said he uh, uh, didn't feel like he had to pay taxes. The government alleges Snipes owes nearly $3 million in back taxes. For over eight years, he engaged in numerous steps of tax defiance conduct, everything from submitting bogus bills of exchange to the government to accusing the government that the actual tax prosecutors are at risk if they go after him to filing frivolous documents for years on end. He claimed he didn't have to pay taxes, arguing the government has no right to collect. He was acquitted in February of five additional charges, including felony tax fraud and conspiracy. For now, Snipes is free. He'll be notified when he has to surrender to authorities. That always, that always makes me laugh. What? It's like, well, you're free to go. Um, you're going to do three years. We're going to put you in prison for three years. But hang out. We'll give you a call when we want you to oh my God. report what you, in. What do you do? You what just, do you do? Just bang everything in sight. And how do you, how do you sleep? Knowing. I'd be staring at the ceiling just like, oh, boy. Do I get the call tomorrow morning? Looking at the clock, just going, there's another minute of freedom. I don't, I don't know much about him. I haven't read about him in, uh, over the years, but is he, is he all right in the head? Why would he take a chance like that? To, to hold on to we his all, money? We all hate paying taxes, but why would you actually take a chance like that? To hold on to your money. I'll tell you what. <clears throat> you, you don't understand money till much later um, <laughs> where I'm from. <laughs> is that it? And, and, and uh, Wesley is from where I'm from. He's from the hood. Yeah, know? yeah. And you just don't. I'm st- I'm paying. I'm paying for my n n word rich. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said uh, I was o- n word rich. Yeah, Patrice, you said in the office that this is gonna affect. Um, oh yeah, the movie business. Are you serious? In, in what way? I, it's I, I don't be know. A lot of empty straight to DVD cases. <laughs> 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 Steven Seagal's like yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wesley. Wesley's been putting out some garbage. Oh my God, he's been putting out movies called and everything has or at the end. The the decapitator, the, the agitator, the elevator, the <laughs> the exterminator. Now we and it's look always up his movies. Right, it's always him. Yeah. Well, there is with, the with contractor, a, <laughs> the detractor, and, and the detonator. The God, the guys. Oh. And, 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 it's, and all That's the, the first two movies I see: a detonator, the tax evader, and the, and the co- contractor. But all the, got the or at the, the end. All the boxes, right? Yeah. Have him. There's a there's a, a an explosion of something blowing up behind him, right? And a white woman that's sweaty, like on the side of him, <laughs> on every movie box. So you know him and uh, Van Damme, who became a yeah Jean Claude Van Damme. Stallone has become a straight to video. Guy. Yeah. A straight to DVD guy. Yep. For some reason, that doesn't have. It's still just awful to have your movie go straight to DVD. Oh. But it doesn't have as big a, a negative uh, thing as as it used to. It is bad. It's really bad. But it used to be just crazy bad. But now it's it like ha- please, it has to go. Even if it goes to the theater for three days, <laughs> right. it has to be in a. Wesley, first of all, how do you make enough money from that to owe the government millions? <laughs> 
That was his Blade money. Because <laughs> Blade has been the only thing that's not been straight to DVD for him. Yeah, hey, really, Blade is huge. Really fast. Blade came out 10 years ago, by the way. Uh, after that, it was Future Sport, The Art of War, Disappearing Axe, Liberty Stand Still, Zigzag. Then he finally got Blade 2 out there. Uh, undisputed, <laughs> Unstoppable. Then Blade 3. Then Blade Trinity. and then Unstoppable? Have unstoppable. You ever heard that at, has that ever been at the AMC no. theater? Have you heard of no. Seven Seconds or The Marksman or Chaos? The Detonator? Hard <laughs> Luck? The Contractor? He must have been getting paid with Gallo cash. Walker. Yeah. And he must have been selling those out the back of his truck. Just getting, <laughs> he's just getting piles of cash. <laughs> and Steven Seagal got the same movies. That come to DVD, and you don't know it's on until it comes on USA. Yeah. And he doesn't do At some point. You're like, when did he make this? He stopped doing karate. Yeah. And he just stands with his hands folded over his gut, and he just goes, yeah. Zip, zap, zing, zang. And that awful, those plugs that he had. <laughs> his other hair's falling out now. Yeah. So he just has the plugs still Plugs there. in the front. But the other hair is, so now the plugs are like a peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> it's an a, he's got an atoll. <laughs> it's when, when did Wesley make forty million dollars from these movies? Got to be Blade money. Got to be Blade there. money. Yeah. That Blade series is huge, huge. Well, when he gets out, he's going to have to do the Protector too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's happening. How do you today. think he'll hold up in, in prison? He'll be all Wesley right. can fight. Yeah, he's like some fifth degree. Oh, okay. He'll do all right. Which is and why his career, by the way. Isn't he going to kind of a like a country club type prison, though, you think? No. Dude. You think he's going? Federal lockup. Yeah. He's doing the real deal, huh? Yeah, federal lockup. Drug dealers in fed prisons, man. Yeah. But Wesley yeah. can fight. He's going to have, you know, he might have to, but he can fight. Hey, Wesley, uh, Wesley Snipes, uh, think he's going to be having a good time? One flag. Ah, oh, no. Only one, one flag. One flag. Wesley. One flag. What if uh, Wesley decides to, like, bolt? Two flags! Only two, Just flags? two flags? If he no. gets out of the country? No. Well, oh, you didn't say if he made it. Where's he going to hide? In the Congo? Yeah, where's he going? <laughs> they don't have they don't have spas in the Congo. Wesley's a star. He's used to... That's got to be the worst. Sitting there... Here's your first night in prison. You know you got three years to go. You're sitting on that b nasty bed... You just sitting there going, oh, remember, remember having three white women in my trailer <laughs> during, you know, Blade. And some goofy ass asking you about, hey, man, oh. does Woody really smoke that much weed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a Cavassier. <laughs> he probably has to have a roommate. He's sitting there just, oh you know, thinking about all the people, <laughs> the, the scrubs that would have to bring him stuff when he snapped his fingers. Just like, hey, kid. Get me a latte. Do you really think white men can't jump? And is there a lot of money on that train for real? <laughs> <laughs> and there he is in the joint. <laughs> you do. <laughs> oh, hey, man, let me ask bastard. you something. You How come you can live in the day and the other ones can't? <laughs> right. Tell them you never really explain that. You never really explain that. Gotta explain every dumb movie he's ever been in. <laughs> Yo, you you ain't so bad without your sword. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn! And he'd just be like, "Uh oh, here it goes. Now I gotta fight. Now I gotta fight." Yeah, you look like you kicked a lot of ass in that movie. Hey, how come you didn't just get frozen? <laughs> <laughs> how come you just didn't get frozen?
posing like Demolition Man. Well, it, it was a picture. It was a movie I was making. And, uh, man, I, if I could get frozen like y'all come back in the year 2322. <laughs> <laughs> Cars be flying. You're stupid, Wesley. You and Stallone should got frozen like you did in that movie. Come out and beat up the cops because they don't know nothing about what you do. Yeah. You could you should have got frozen and came back when there's no such thing as taxes. I'd have waited till the statue of limitations was up on the tax trap. Wesley. He's right, you you is stupid. How you get caught? Why don't you just go to your blade lair? And and have Chris Christopherson uh hide you. Yeah, that old Bobby McGee writing mother. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Nigga, you better not bite me when I'm asleep. <laughs> the sad part the, the sad part of this, this is the first five minutes of, of a three-year sentence. Yeah, three years <laughs> this, this is just the yeah. first five minutes. Is someone going to, like, squirrel up some of that serum for you so you ain't got to be biting people? I know who can get the... I, can, I know who can get your hunger serum. Get that serum that keep you from biting people. You got to talk to the Mexican mafia. You know, I know they could squirrel that... You know, I know this chick... Don't bite them because you get that tattoo ink all in your bloodstream. (laughs) (laughs) And Wesley's just sitting there like, oh, damn. I remember one time just six breasts in my face, (laughs) white as snow. He being a prison barber. The dude flicks the papers over there. So what you want? You want the blade cut? (laughs) Or the demolition man? Because we, I don't, you know, dye is expensive. (laughs) That'll be 17 cigarettes for the demolition man and 10 for the blade cut. Or you can get the um one from uh, you can get the one from bad, cause you just had a regular cut in bad. Uh, no man, I just I just want the you know just a haircut man, just a haircut. Oh, what's up my brother? Yeah. Oh my god. How much you bench man? Just in the weight room and. Yeah, ain't no bow flexes up in here. <laughs> yeah, you look a lot strong in Blade. <laughs> and even the guard said, even when he comes in, the guard got him. Yeah, you ain't gonna be able to jump over the fence like you do in Blade. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is one of his movies. <laughs> yeah, they just gotta get on him about that all the time now. He'll just be there like, uh, he's got, he's there, he's just got one one scratched in his wall. <laughs> got like a thousand to go. <laughs> Oh, my God. Here Wesley. The Aryan Brotherhood comes up. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Snipes? How are you? I heard you think we can't jump. Yeah. What do you mean? I didn't say it was just a movie. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to see how high you can jump. I love your movies there, boy. Them some good movies. I see you you beat up a lot of white people in that movie, didn't you? Mm. Oh. Oh, Wesley's just uh, oh, they get a nice prison football team. He might go to, he might be in with uh, with Vic because Vic's in the Fed junk. Yeah, ah, that'd be nice. Part of the celebrity out. wing. Or yeah, something. they probably do have a celebrity wing. We continue with more of our tribute to Patrice O'Neill. Joining Opie, Anthony, and Jim Norton in this segment is comedian Rich Voss. Uh, Rich Voss is on the line. Uh, Mr. Voss, how are you, sir? How's it going? Hey, buddy. Well, we're just trying to, I don't know. I don't know what we're trying to do. We're here, though. How are you, buddy? Um, uh, I've had 
nonstop anxiety. Uh, I'm devastated. Uh, and it's all because I spelled his name wrong. <laughs> yes. Guess, rich. Only rich. I guess. Only rich. <laughs> I don't know who had it, but Huffington Post had like everyone's tweets. I think it was them. Yeah. And, and and Rich was the only one that spelled it wrong. Spelled his name <laughs> wrong. But that's, so but honestly, that's perfect, Rich. Yeah. You, you, coming from you, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, it's, he wouldn't have had it any other way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, and I and I didn't even know this Huffington posting. I'm I'm in there uh, at home lately, and I'm looking at it. There's some nice whatever tweets, this and that. And and I said to Bonnie, I go, you know, uh, this media. I mean, I'm one of his best friends in the world. And she said, well, they might have put it in if you didn't spell his name wrong, stupid. Uh, <laughs> but you know, like, it, like it's hard for me to show emotions. You, you put you guys know that, right? Uh, and when I'm like. You know, when I get to news in the morning, I'm really sad, and you know, I'm trying to go about my day, and I'm in the park lot of Dunkin' Donuts writing this, and all of a sudden, like tears and snot, and everything's running down my nose. <laughs> uh, but then I'm thinking, well, maybe the Giants will bounce back next week. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's really probably the most devastated I've. I've ever felt in my, I don't know, you know, it, nothing like this has ever happened, even with anybody in my family. You know, I was yeah. never as cl- close to anybody as of now in my life in my family as I was to him, you know. And, and like I said my, the, in the dumb tweet, the, the most fun I've ever had in my life, he was involved, Norton was involved, you know. But, I mean, there were times we stood outside of Boston Comedy Club, and people in there, Apartments were yelling at us to oh, shut up. Right. You know, they're hanging out the window, shut up, and we're just out there. Me. Did you feel like you were on stage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, for, no, me, you, Keith, oh. uh, fucking Bobby. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it, was just, it was just the most fun. All, all There's nothing with him but good memories. Mm. Right. There's not, nothing but good memories. I Well, the last time I did radio with you guys and him, mm. I was kind of upset he didn't shut his face. As he was smashing me the whole day. Uh, <laughs> and, and of course, I'm driving home thinking, well, I should have said this or I should have said that. But uh, nothing but good memories, you know, and, and, and the most fun in, in, in my life as, as a comic. Because the most fun in my life is from being a comic. Yeah. Most I- fun from being a comic. I got to ask you guys something because um, what I've heard a lot in the last month or so is this one really hurts, and and you guys are in a world um, more than us, although we we get a taste of it, where a lot of you've seen a lot of guys die young, yeah, but but a lot of you guys are saying this one really fucking hurts, and I've said the exact same fucking thing. This one really fucking stings, and I want to know why. Uh, well, one it, it came out of nowhere. I had to ask him. Uh, out of nowhere for Jimmy because you know articulated but the last thing you saw that <laughs> on a roll. the last yeah. thing you saw Patrice do on TV was that roast yeah he completely stole the whole roast right completely so you know you're at his bar because he's bigger than life you know and, and, and I said this too he's what Rich I didn't hear. he's bigger what bigger than life right when, yes when Patrice was around like when we sit at the cellar and, and, and like last night we were there, we're having a good time. Which, but when Patrice was around, you really had to step up your game. It's like it wasn't like, hey, you know, because if you even 
whatever. It, it just he was. It was just like the nucleus of the whole thing, and and I hate to put. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. You're not wrong either, man. He was. I mean, it it really was. He was. He was too big a focal point. Too loud a guy, too big a presence. Yeah. Uh, it's the worst one. And, I, and I've had a lot of people I love, a lot of people I love have died. But this one, uh, I think, is the hardest, we, at least yeah. up to this point. And when you say he was the focal point, I mean, we, we all know people that are just loud and you're like, shut the fuck up. With him, it was effortless. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. it was, it was effortless with him. So he wasn't for, trying to force himself into situations or any of that crap. He was just yeah. who, he, who he was. Someone just wrote. Uh, the funny thing is, Patrice would be slamming Voss right now. Yeah, of course he would. <laughs> he would. He, yeah, he but, would. and that's hilarious. why I'm going to Myrtle Beach to play golf because <laughs> oh shit. Because when someone passes away, all you have to say is that's what they would have wanted. Like nobody yes, knows. Yes, you play golf. That's right. Yeah. The last time I spoke to Patrice, she said, play as much golf as you possibly can. Uh, as opposed to, yeah, at, at, at Friday and Saturday nights is when you should play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at, at, uh, Find a night uh, course. It, it, it was always fun. We were in, well, one time we were in Amsterdam. And, I mean, I was, and so is Norm, but I've been in Amsterdam. I never went there. And, 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 and Patrice, and, and Brazil with Patrice. But we were in Amsterdam, and we're, and we're done, we were taping a TV show and doing a show, and we're done with it. And uh, we go, let's go to the window, you know, the, the red light district. And Lisa Laminelli's like, can I go? And Patrice laid into her, like, are you out of your mind? Why would we bring you? So now she's in the bathroom crying, and I figured, well, I'll go in to console her so I can just check out the hot girls going into the bathroom, right? So I, and it was like, there was no way he was letting her come with us to the red light district. Not that we were doing anything, we were just going to go sightseeing. Uh, and it just, he never held back. He, he never held back. Yeah, him and Lisa had a really weird adversarial relationship. Yeah. And he yeah. felt bad about it, though. He, at one point, he really, he got, yeah. Patrice went through a thing where he felt really bad about a lot of the, because uh-huh. like most people, you know, you, know you, you don't sometimes think, and as you get a couple years older, he felt really bad about that, like, and he apologized mm-hmm. to Lisa. And like he, huh. uh, at, in Florida, uh, on the young Ron and Paul show, or young Paul, I always yeah. mix that up. But uh, she was on, and Patrice was supposed to come on, and she didn't want to be in the room when he was there. Like she was scared of him. Wow. Um, and he's <laughs> like, "What am I doing?" Like, like it just struck him as to how shitty it was that they had that relationship. Hmm. And he said he was. Uh, I think he said he was sorry to her, um, and they made up. And you know, I'm glad for him that he did that, and I'm glad for her. Well, a lot of people uh, in the twelve step world will call that making a mess. Yeah, I understand uh, that, but he wasn't, you know, he no. wasn't sober. He didn't need to be sober. He wasn't an alcoholic. No, no, not at all. But, I mean, it was just, it was always, it was always fun. And I, I don't think when he did that in Amsterdam, it was personal. It was just that, hey, this is dudes. We're going to go to the, you know, the red light district. I, you know, if it would have been any female, he would have done, yeah. you know, he would have been, no, you're not coming. He gave her a hard time, though. He, he gave Lisa a hard uh, time. And, he, and she'll tell you that, and he would have told you that. Well, I know, but we give we all give each other a hard time. We were at Caroline's one night years ago, and I was host. He was on the show, and he went up, and his whole set was smashing me and how I slobber, and he's up here doing his his act with a speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> and I like I'm like I was I've never been as mad as I've ever been in my life, and I and I went up there and I was just like I couldn't even you know, but there was times at Caroline's. We used to do this bit, me and Patrice, where he would go on, if I was hosting, he'd go on stage, 
and he'd kill no matter what. And then I'd go on after him, and, and I'd start, like, uh, uh, talking with somebody in the audience, and I would say something like, oh, look at the size of your eyes, one of my dumb bits. And in the back, you'd hear, Jesus, at the top of his lungs. <laughs> you know, Jesus, maybe he has that eye disease, right? <laughs> and then I would say something to somebody else, and you'd hear, you know, Jesus, right? And it was the most fun how we would go back and forth, and it was so unforced. He just made it seem like it was supposed to happen. I remember him sitting back by the uh, where the comics, uh, where the dressing room is at Caroline's, just right where you guys come out, yeah. and sitting back there and just trashing Rich as he was doing his doing his act. Well, just sitting there going, "Shut up, <laughs> <laughs> shut up." <laughs> <laughs> Was he with us that horrible New Year's Eve? Yes. And we went to the worst restaurant. Oh, uh, yeah. You had a mouthful of like herring or some shit. Wait, was uh. that with you guys then? We met you and your ex girlfriend like years yeah, ago. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. We were off the air at that point. We all went out. That was it. Yeah, it was uh, with Melinda at the time. Yes. And, and we were walking down the street, and uh, there was some, uh, some homeless people, of course, out on the street, and uh, we passed by. I guess a couple of black homeless people. And then Melinda pulled out a five and gave it to the white, one of the white homeless people. And Patrice just laid into it. He said, oh, look at you, you sweet little racist. <laughs> and just started fucking pounding. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we ended up in some shitty diner <laughs> on New Year's Eve. How depressing was that? That was terrible, that diner. That was awful. It was very, very bad food. I was so disappointed. Ugh. I had my heart set on some good food. Yeah. We had a shitty diner. Yeah, New Year's Eve with the one, with the one post from the radio show you don't want to be with as much as the other one but the other one who knows what he's doing because he can't make a commitment <laughs> so, uh, so, so, yeah you know he probably had a fever or something wrong with his finger so he stayed in that <laughs> night so we were out with the other full-blown alcoholic and it didn't really matter what you were eating because she was going to throw it up later anyway <laughs> you know, it's odd that you even bring up the the fact with the drinking and the fact that Patrice uh, didn't drink. But the the one time, the only time I saw him drink was at a party at my house. Uh, we were drinking Guinness, and he was like, "I want to try one of those." I was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" You know, I gave him a Guinness, and I just remember he sat in that big leather chair. I have this big fucking leather chair. No one sits in it in my house, and he fucking kicked back in this thing. And drank a Guinness, and it was just really a cool fucking thing to hang out and actually have a beer with uh, Patrice. That was fun. I don't know if I ever saw him drink. I mean, um, maybe in, in Brazil. We did Brazil, I think, three times together. Um, at least twice, I think three. And he might have on one occasion yeah. had a few uh, sips. I don't remember. But he was not a drinker. No, he and he, the funny thing was, no. he's such a big guy, and he had... Uh, and he had a, a quite a little buzz on after oh, one one pint of what Guinness. What a lightweight! Oh, I know. He just got that. His eyes were at half mast, and he got that big smile on his face, and everything was hilarious. And uh, yeah, it was kind of cold watching him sit in that giant chair, we, just drinking. We were, we were in Amsterdam, and I'm with another comic from England. I told this story before. Uh, from England, his name's uh, John Seely or whatever. English comic. John. So funny guy. <laughs> So we're, we're in the red light district, me and him. And for some reason, I wasn't going in that night. I just was hanging out with him. So he went, this guy, John, goes into the, uh, you know, into a window. And he's doing whatever with the prostitute. And after he's smoking pot with her, and the prostitute says to him, what do you do? 
and, and this is, you know, one prostitute out of a million, and, and John says, I'm a comedian. And the prostitute goes, do you know Patrice? <laughs> out of all the people. <laughs> a prostitute. In, in a window in Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> you know Patrice? And John said, yeah. And then the prostitute said, he made me cry in a bathroom. So, uh, <laughs> what are the odds? Uh, just nothing, nothing but great stories. It's devastating. This is, you know, like Norton says, it's just, it was bigger than life. No, I said that. Uh, Sorry, larger than life is an expression we've probably both embraced at one point. Sure. Yes. Between us, we're, we're 90. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so, anyhow, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm driving to the stupid airport. And when I get to the airport, I'm going to have to do, I got to do a call in some radio show on Myrtle Beach, but not about this. So it's going to be, so... You know, and it's going to be the guy and the girl, and they're going to be all happy. Oh, God. In this... the middle of it, I'll probably just start crying. You know? <laughs> and what's wrong? Well, besides the fact I'm talking to you two, that's what I'll tell them. Well, why not, uh, you know, just... Just go with it. Tell them what's going on. Like, yeah. uh, I, I have to do radio uh, after this. I have to do a phone or for it to promote a gig. And so you want... I can't pretend it's not happening. Yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Fuck I'm those really little zoo crews, the morning shows. If, if they can't handle a, you know, a real, a real moment, moment, oh yeah, boy. fuck them. They don't deserve to, they, you know, yeah. they deserve what they get, which is which is nothing. Exactly. Well, that's what they get when I call in anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> a little self-deprecating humor. Yes, does. of course. It's I'm, almost, it's like a number after the World Trade Centers when, you, you know, you guys were in it, and I called in and, and you started, for some reason, smash me, and they go, well, we're back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that how well, we got back into the jokes? Going after Voss? <laughs> Probably. I always yeah. wondered what the, what the first one was. Yeah, you got back into real jokes. As he boy, said, after the World Trade Centers. Centers, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all yeah, of them. There's a lot of them down there. Yeah. The jokes and the riddles and then the wacky games. That's when it all started up again. <laughs> Did uh, we have wacky games back then? Oh, uh, we always have wacky games, games don't we? All right, all right, I'll give them that one. Yeah, wacky yeah, games. <laughs> All right, Rich. All right. Well, listen, everybody hanging in. Uh, uh, well, that's it. Riddles. Uh, people got riddles. <laughs> yeah, I guess we got riddles we did too. A riddle. We did a riddle segment, Rich. Riddle me this, Batman. Whatever you did. Riddles. Riddles. in your hat. Holding you. Riddles. Riddles. What else do you call them? When, riddles. When was the last time riddles meant anything to I anyone? Know. They're on uh, Dixie cups. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. All right, Rich. Thank you, brother. Remembering Patrice O'Neill, his greatest moments on ONA. Yeah, we were just talking about horrible movies that come on uh, the Sci-Fi Channel. The Sci-Fi original movies are so utterly bad. The special <laughs> effects are terrible. Is Debbie Gibson in that? Yeah. Is that Debbie Lorenzo Gibson? Lamas and there's Mega Shark. Mega Shark versus what? The name of the movie is called Giant Octopus versus Mega Shark. They couldn't even give Giant Octopus a cool name. They just called it Giant Octopus versus Mega Shark. Versus at least Mega Shark is. And you know cool. what? Here's the great thing about sci-fi. They they have an all-day theme. It'll be it'll be oh. 20 movies, but it'll all be this. Yeah. Wait, you this guys, spring break shark frenzy. Wait, you guys missed this. <laughs> 
<laughs> you gotta okay. see what happens to the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Mega Shark jumps out of the water and bites it in half. <laughs> Mega Shark is biting the Golden Gate Bridge. Mega Shark is giant. Because mm. uh, I asked, because Patrice said Mega Shark jumps out of the water and eats a passenger jet. And I'm like, how could a shark fucking yeah, get that uh, high up? Mega shark, man. And the dude looked out the window and said, oh, shh. And the shush was, you know, the it was cut yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there it is. How he did Mega Shark get it? Mega Shark is the shit. <laughs> well, what about jo oh, Giant Octopus? Just got playing to Don't fuck though. around with Giant Octopus either. Deborah Gibson. Yes, Debbie Gibson's in that. Oh, just bit you a fucking what? destroyer. Octopus wins every time there. I don't know. Mega <laughs> the fucking Shark has no <laughs> arms. <laughs> They just showed a guy looking out the plane window uh, and Mega Shark just ate the plane. Every Saturday, if I'm not fucking working, I gotta see this movie. Now. I'm watching Sci-Fi's original programming. You know what fucks me up about Sci-Fi's programming, their original programming too? They depend so much on CGI, but they have the worst people it's doing the it. Worst. It is amongst the. I've seen indie films that have no budget that must have had some talented computer guys that were able to do some pretty decent CGI. <laughs> this is so fucking bad, you can't even get into it. Like, first of all, a flying jet airliner nowadays, <laughs> I could do it. I could do it on my Mac and make it look like a fucking jet airliner. That looked so bad. What's wrong with these fucking? I'm laughing because I'm thinking because I'm so into these, but I hate them with my right. with all my heart. They do ripoffs, uh, <laughs> uh, their version of the, and they'll it'll be like the Terminatrix. Oh no, no, <laughs> and it'll be a fucking <laughs> or you know or star kind of trekky, yeah. and it'll be <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas, uh, fucking Bruce ba Box Lightner. <laughs> Uh, they had one called uh, recently. It was a new one that just premiered. The premiere of oh, world premiere. Uh, it was a it was a western town in the old days in the 1800s that was attacked by New Age aliens. Oh, that's kind of cool. So they had to fight them with, but it was it was Sci-Fi Network. So it's not done. Cool. Yeah, uh, and they had to fight these things with their with their fucking you know their six shooters and their oh. fucking and you know homemade bombs and shit it just you know who else is in a lot of those what's his name uh uh Lou Lou Phillips Diamond uh, Lou, Lou Diamond Lou Phillips. Phillips. Phillips when but he's in a no, good show called Lou the cleaner diamonds because no, no that's Benjamin that's Bragg, Benjamin Bragg. Yeah. holy that's shit Benjamin my Bragg. fault my fault hey, yeah uh, Reading from uh, GenericShow.com writes, uh, Opie, the company that makes this also makes the movies that rip off blockbuster movies like Patrice was saying. Oh. The company made Transmorphers. Transmorphers? What a rip off. And they do part twos of movies that were good. Oh, right. And to completely fuck them up. And, and they just turn them into, and They're they had horrible. another one. Who, who, you know who was in it? What's the guy? He used to be Ken... Oh man, mm. big guy, kind of big. He used to be an action guy, pretty pretty known back in the day. But he was in it was a movie called uh, Cobra, Giant Cobra versus <laughs> versus. They like the versus. Um, what's the the dragon? <laughs> Giant oh. Cobra versus Komodo Dragon versus. <laughs> it's got to be a versus. That's it like, was versus. That's like Ali Frazier, man. Ali versus <laughs> Frazier. Uh, oh, Footer has one too that he saw. Footer. Lizard yeah, B. Hey. 
Hey, there was one that I was flipping through, and I saw, and it was just, it, it was a rock monster or something. And I don't know how you'd make a rock monster cool anyway, but all this was was like the side of a mountain would come alive and just fucking start eating people. And they don't even ridiculous. try with the names. It's like, right. yeah, it's called it rock monster. It's, it's, our, it is what it fucking is. Wait, wait, I got asked, though, what's the excuse that people use that they need to get close to rock monsters because, rock monster? because all you would have to do is stay away from the fucking mountain and, you, the mountain. and you would stay never right. get eaten. No, you know better than anybody, oh, being a hiker, that, you know, you have to hike and you're near oh, the mountains, right. and next thing you know, the side of the mountain, it's a man. Oh, shit, that guy. Yeah. No, 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 hold on, Giant Cobra. I'm looking at Giant Cobra, <laughs> and that was the guy that was in um, Eddie and the Cruisers. Michael Paré. Michael Parry, yep. Yeah, yeah. He was in Eddie and the Cruisers. But and I, now he's doing one of these. But if you're into <laughs> movies, right? If, <laughs> yeah. if you're into movies, is it is it the is it the fucking the, the fact that everybody's a bad actor? Is it because it's a bad movie? Yeah. Or would these people be good in The Godfather if they were in it? Well, they probably would uh, be good in a real role. Maybe in a real role. Some of them anyway. Some of them. Yeah. Because I'm looking at some of these actors. Every single person on the screen, I go, I've seen them. Mm -hmm. I've seen them in some... I could not fucking tell you what, except for Michael Paré there. Why would you ever look for any of these movies on DVD? It just said, look for it oh, on well, DVD. It oh. was one. You know who was in it? Michael Gross, recently. A oh. hundred million years BC, where <laughs> they sent a team back... And someone fucked something up and to, fucked the future up. And to find Philadelphia, to find the people that did the Philadelphia experiment. Yeah. They sent them back in time to find them. So they found them. And Michael Gross, what happened is he had to be the only one who sacrificed himself. Yeah. A giant uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex yep. went through the machine with everybody else. And you know who the star of the fucking movie was? And he walked around with a bow and arrow the whole show. Was the was the kid that was in Blue Lagoon with Brooke Shields? Oh, really? Oh, uh, fucking, um, it's not uh, Willie Ames, but no, it's uh, Willie Ames. Uh, Christopher Atkin, Christopher Atkin. Atkin. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was so bad, but I watched. I seen the movie twice. I can't <laughs> stop watching the bad sci-fi movies all day. <laughs> it's hysterical. You just sitting there. The watching marathons that shit. all day. I get mad because I don't like the wizard movies, but I do like yeah. when it's when it's a fucking. Is the dialogue good? <laughs> It's the worst because it's uh it's all like you said it's all CGI right. yeah. and they'll have a uh, you know Horrible. it'll be a frog it's always an experiment you think you yeah experiment gone <laughs> awry you think you think some of these big stars they get uh, cast for these movies like oh fuck the concept's great it's fucking and then shark. they realize what and it then, is and they do all their acting because they can't see the special effects and then they finally see it for the first time and go holy oh, shit oh. I'm in a piece of shit it's movie. like yeah we're gonna green screen you in over right, here right. just uh, look look up here like and they're probably picturing these effects are gonna look like fucking they're amazing. all thinking Jurassic Park like, like they, yeah, yeah. The next Jurassic oh, like oh, they shit. don't movie. know that the movie I think that do they know if the movie is going to be going shitty right to sci-fi, do you think they know that? That is a great question, man. I bet you they're thinking state-of-the-art special effects. This is it. If dude, I get a fucking this is script, your big though. Movie. Next thing you know, they show a big giant shark uh, uh, biting the the uh, Golden Gate <laughs> Bridge in half, and you're like, if, oh, and you're calling your family suicide, apologizing. <laughs> if I get a script, right? <laughs> if I get a script and the script says giant octopus versus mega shark. It, it, I gotta know it stinks. I would say this better Why? be the working title, motherfucker. Th think of some of the other crazy movies out there that ended up becoming no huge No good movies have <laughs> fucked up titles. Yeah.
I guess. Godzilla versus the sea monster. Jurassic Park? That's a fucking shitty movie. What Not about Jurassic Park? Eight. That's a great yeah, but the, fucking name. That's a great name before you know that the movie was Hindsight 2020? No. Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah. Jurassic you Park is Jurassic a great Park. name. Nah, Jurassic you Park think? is good. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the sci fi movies would name it Dinosaur Forest. <laughs> All right. You know what? <laughs> End the fucking argument. One for Patrice. How do I, how do I come back from that? You ain't watching Dinosaur Mars. It's stupid. Oh shit. All right, let's go with a few more then, Patrice. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta think of a couple movies now. Uh, God damn, that's a good one. Because I watch uh, these movies, they're always named stupid, man. Sci-fi, yeah. Think of it like a Jurassic Park movie. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, they're bottom line fuck. people, man. Why can't bottom we think line. Of any other ones. Sci-fi. I was just gonna go with basic shit like Godzilla, King Kong, but well, uh, those, those uh, are yeah, shitty know, movies anyway. Uh, you gotta think of like um, some good sci-fi's. Danny, Danny you got knows one? some good sci-fi's. Yeah, you must know sci-fi some sci-fi. No, a movie that became huge, but if you looked at the title, and then Patrice will explain why the title was always great and how it would well, be Jaws. How about like Star, yeah, yeah. Star Trek? Jaws. He's got Jaws. Teeth. <laughs> teeth. <laughs> just teeth. What would uh? All right. I, wait, wait. Let me tell you something. There's uh, a movie that they have. Yeah. About evil, evil attacking fucking birds. You know what it's called? Call. <laughs> no. Call. All right. What would right. what would sci-fi call Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Oh. All right. Thank oh, you, Charles. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Alien Mountain. <laughs> 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 That's a good name, Alien uh, Mountain. Aliens are visiting us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to put you the or test. Or they would name it to the sound of the doo-doo. Uh, it would be called doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> Sci-Fi Network stinks. Five alien notes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> alien notes! <laughs> they, they, Close Encounters right. of the Third Kind is a great... Yeah, yeah. All right. This group's fucking great. Uh, we got Matt in West Virginia. Uh, Patrice Iron Man. Steel dude. <laughs> Fuck, that's what Matt had, too. Steel guy. Steel, steel, steel guy. Steel. Matt had steel guy. Very good. <laughs> they suck. Did we do Star Wars yet? Oh, no. Star Wars. Galactic fighting. <laughs> <laughs> How about the Terminator? Ugh. Mm-hmm. I, and now they had a term, and they called it they called it robot robot hunter. I was gonna say robot killer from robot the future. Okay. So I'm telling you, yes, right. robot yeah. killer, and then name parentheses yeah. from the future. From the future. <laughs> how about how about this one? Uh, a newer movie. Thank you, Steve Nolan, Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, Cloverfield. That's a good one. They might call it Cloverfield. <laughs> Cloverfield might be a, a sci-fi channel named. Someone said <laughs> New York Monster. Yeah. <laughs> it's not far off. Oh, is that fucking good? New York Monster. <laughs> Close Encounters, uh, Rex writes, uh, Mashed Potato Mountain. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of other ones. Um, someone's got Mars Attack. Mars Attacks. Right, Nick? Mars Attacks? Mars Attacks. Planet of the Apes is pretty much Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Pla- yes. It's like Planet of Apes. They'd probably take the out of it. 
<laughs> Planet of Apes. Nope, they would call it Simeon Wars. This is sci fi. <laughs> we'll yeah, call Planet Apes. Simeons versus humans. <laughs> uh, Mars attacks would be. Red chaos from beyond. <laughs> it, it, it's awful. They, they, they have to use the word beyond one. a lot too. This is a tough yeah. one. Twelve monkeys. Twelve fucking. Monkeys. Twelve monkeys was a good movie. Eek eek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, and that's no bullshit. I'm gonna get a job naming these fucking movies. Oh shit. Do we do aliens? Eek, eek. Do we do aliens? No, like? alien or aliens? None of yeah. the alien movies. A lot of alien movies out there, Patrice. What do you oh, think? Sci-fi. Mm. What would they name that? Man. Aliens. An aliens concept. That, that's a yeah. tough one. That's too basic to begin with. Mm. Mm. That is rough. See, what they what they would do with aliens is some of these movies, they name, they don't name, okay, the, the concept. They'll name what the they'll name the place where the concept is happening. So uh-huh. if it's an alien type movie and it's happening, say on a boat, mm-hmm. they call it alien boat. <laughs> <laughs> and am I bullshitting though? No, am I bullshitting? It's, it's they'll call accurate. it alien boat. <laughs> it's a, alien it's boat. It's a great bit. How about uh, the Matrix? Oh yeah, that's a good one. The Matrix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cyber runners. <laughs> <laughs> cyber would be in it. Cyber has to be in it because cyber a- would definitely be yeah. in it. Hmm. You know what? It, ready? It, and it'll be it'll be nice and st- cyber <laughs> chaos. <laughs> Someone just put <laughs> cyber Hold chaos. On. No. <laughs> Someone just wrote, "Help! I'm trapped in the computer." <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm sorry oh, I missed your name. Like... That's fucking funny, man. <laughs> <That's really> funny. <laughs> Help. I'm trapped in the computer. And the follow-up called Your Bullets Are Slow. <laughs> How about... <laughs> so already oh, sounds kind of sci-fi-y. Back to uh, the Future. Oh, Back to the Future. Oh, that's yeah. got to be an easy one. Because they would have probably stole it. If they stole that... Yeah. Time car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Time car. I like time car. Time you ready? Car. Yeah. yeah. Future change. <laughs> future, future change. I'm telling you, man. Future change. Fucking Patrice, right on. Right the fuck on. Premiering at Saturday at 9 o'clock. Future change. And you can totally picture it. Totally fucking picture it. Night of the Living Dead. Uh, Boomer uh, from Jersey, 12 Monkeys equals, holy shit, we got Brad Pitt to be in one of our stupid-ass movies. That <laughs> <laughs> was a good movie. I'm Predator. Saying. Very good, uh, Arch from Long Island. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, Predator. That has to be Space That's Hunter. Something with a hunter space in it. Space Hunter. Uh, definitely. They, they yeah. would just call, it would just be, it'll be jungle. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be space jungle, <laughs> jungle. hunter. Space jungle hunter. <laughs> no bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. You, you guys nailed it. Good movies Fuck have good titles, it. man. They just do. Stephen S. from they Bayshore. They can't even get a good title. Back to the Future equals ahead from the past. <laughs> <laughs> or Back to the Future equals heads up. That's the name of the movie. Heads up. I know I know what's going to happen, starring Michael J. Fox. More of our favorite ONA appearances from the late Patrice O'Neill after this.